Hey guys, welcome back uh, to the Encounter Guys. We appreciate uh, your attention for today, guys. Today we're going to be with uh, Genesis. We're going to be with Kat. And to my right is going to be Deb. And uh, today we have, uh, I think I, I like this topic. And I think uh, the topic's called No Means No. And um, I think this topic is very important for us to understand, especially as young people, um, that sometimes not everything that we ask God is a yes. And um, I think that we need to understand this because... It tends to we tend to fall back on um, the verse that says uh, Matthew seven seven says ask and you shall receive, um, but I don't it doesn't go just as we always want and we have a few examples to talk about and um, I want to get into uh, the thing of of what happens when um, God uh, God has a you know. I don't want to say funny, but he has a very peculiar way of saying no sometimes, you know? Sometimes it's with uh, just a simple no, or sometimes it's, it's just that he stays quiet, or sometimes he gives you a pat on the back, just like he did to Jesus, and he just consoles you. And um, it's more of like saying no, but I still love you type of deal. Um, so um, I think let's get, let's get right into it. I think you had this first example, right? Actually, Danny, I was going to say that... Um... No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Actually, I was going to say that, you know how you said like the whole uh, ask and it shall be given to you. I think sometimes we forget that the sum of his word is truth and we just read to our convenience. But if we read first John 5, 14, it says, and this is the confidence that we have toward him, that if we ask anything according to his will, he hears us. And if we know that he hears us in whatever we ask, we know that we have the we know that we have the request that we have asked of him. But it's important to understand that it says according to his will. Uh, it's like, of course, you can't say like, oh, um, hey, I, I really want you to kill Jenny because uh, she pissed me off today. Like, God's not going to be like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Hold on. Give me a second. I'm going to go ahead and do that, which is when we receive these no's because they're not according to his will. And also, if I'm not wrong, I, I believe it's James 4. Um, it says that we ask according to our flesh. Um, you uh, Here, uh, James 4, 3. You ask and do not receive because you ask wrongly to spend it on your passions. And these are the, the times when God says no because really it's just not in his will. By saying yes, it would go against his will. And if you really are a child of God, if you really are, um, if your desire really is to follow his will, then the no, although it will be difficult, will also be easy because you understand that his plans are better. And for those that love him, everything works out for the good. Yeah, and and I, I I guess um I completely agree with what you said, especially those verses. Uh, I like that verse that you did last because it says I don't know what version it is. It, it James, ASV. James. No, not James. Uh, the version. Oh, it's the version. ASV. ASV. It says uh, because you will spend it on your passions. So almost like saying like the little time that you do give it to God, you spend it on kind of giving it to your own flesh and and you kind of ask for your flesh. I've also I've also told this a lot to uh, to the young people that are in our church and to our congregation. I tell them I tell them. Be careful what you ask for because sometimes you might not ask correctly. For example, maybe God is trying to take you um, into a river and you're asking for a car. The river, the car can't take you to the, to the river, but a boat can, mm -hmm. but a jet ski can. So make sure that you understand God's will before you ask. It's like, um, 
we don't even celebrate Christmas, but um, it's just like it's just like saying like when you ask for something, like for example, for example, they tell you, oh, what do you want for your birthday? It doesn't it become super hard? It's like ah, uh, I want this, 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 but you start narrowing it down to what you want and to what you need, and that's something that I, I it's so hard for me to, for example, get my mom something. I was like, mom, what do you want for your birthday? And she goes, oh, I need this. I was like, no, 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 I don't. I'm not asking what you need. <laughs> I'm asking what you want, and that's, there's a huge difference. And what you want is what your flesh wants you to have and what you need is like maybe we can say like god's need uh god's will right but yeah. go ahead he has a few examples yeah so i i think we it. do majority of the time take uh we ask for stuff and we kind of just put an answer in god's mouth and we I, you can put it in that way so like for an example i can think of is like when i would ask permission for my parents to go out sometimes they would not even explain why the the reason would be no but they would just simply say no y se acabo, right mm. and i would try to sit there and be like hey why like there must be a reason why, 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 why and why? the more i would say that they would be like no like just simply is no and that's sometimes how we are we come and say god tells us an answer which is no and we say like oh why why though like okay i accept your no but i need to know why and sometimes god like we cannot just put words in god's mouth like that's just the way that it is and we have to learn that 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 what he says no is no and so a uh, thing that is beautiful to understand is that when god says no there's a reason there's a plan and an outcome and an example that i that you said once is that let's say that you guys have plans on a saturday um you want to hang out with the hovenis right your parents say no you're not going to go out but they don't tell you why they just know that that day they're going to take you to disneyland yeah. which is way better than hanging out on a saturday you it. know dinner right that's exactly the same way that god is but you doubt it. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> okay. But that's what no, I wanted no, to say. Yeah. I agree. I, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, please. Um, just before, like, we drift away from this, um, I know Danny already, like, said this in the beginning, but what I had under God's will was um, what happens to Jesus when he tells um, God in Luke 22, 41 through 44. He says, Father, if you are willing, remove this cup from me. Nevertheless, not my will, but yours be done. And there appeared to him an angel from heaven, strengthening him. And being in agony, he prayed more earnestly, and his sweat became like great drops of blood falling down to the ground. So this, what I took from this was like God, basically Jesus was asking God, like, I can just imagine like Jesus so anxious and so nervous, like knowing that he's going to die the next day. And he's just like saying like to God, like, I don't want to die, so like maybe, like maybe you can, you can make that happen for me or something. But God, God told him no. Like you have to go through this. But the beautiful part, as Kathy said, there's always an outcome to it. What the outcome to this was that we were granted grace. We were mm -hmm. granted eternal life because of his death, which is super beautiful. And you know what's crazy about about that time that Jesus prayed? That um, think about it. He was a young guy. Like. He was very young. He was like my age. He was 33 years old. And not only that, he was just beginning his ministry. Right. So imagine just beginning to preach, just beginning to heal, and then you have to die. Can you imagine him? Like, like now you have to see that he's a God. He's God, of course, and everything. But the flesh in him was like, wait, John the Baptist did this for 15 years. How come I can't do this? For 15 years, like, like, I feel like, look, this is like I said, like the Danny saws that I'm always thinking like a little bit more, but I'm saying, why did he ask for the cup? If he knew that was his purpose to die, that's what he came for to die. Why did he ask if he can pass that cup from him? Didn't, wouldn't some type of him saying, 
man, I'm, I'm just getting to the best part of my life. Right. And there's a huge no that I have to go through now because I can no longer keep on going. So I was going to tell you guys that, 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 that with the huge no, and if we're obedient, then I think there's a blessing that comes with it as well, right? Now, yeah. and when he dies and he resurrects and he is glorified, we can see that his, uh, his place is now next to the Father and he is placed above all things and then the power is given to him. So there's, there's beautiful things that come with it but at the same time i want to see i want to see like eye to eye with jesus and that's like for example if they told you you get in a brand new car you're about to close the deal on your house you're about to change your whole family's life and say hey you gotta go what would you say why yeah how no no no, no. hold on this can't happen right now and you're like no dude you gotta come no no no, no, no. stop 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 no whatever i did out no you see what i'm saying like and then it's beautiful because now I understand why he sent an angel to console him, mm -hmm. to say, I know it's, I Tough. know it's in your moment, but you got to come. It, it wasn't, you know what I mean? Like, uh, go ahead, go ahead, please, 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 please. <laughs> um, and um, that's kind of like what happens to us at church. Like we, we want something and, and we're, we're pray about, we pray about it. Like even for like years and we work towards it. We're so faithful in that, in that certain area. And then all of a sudden, like someone else gets it and you're kind of just like what yeah <laughs> like bro like my hard work but as as an angel came down to console jesus um we also get that like we're i um you kind of get like that hope like it's okay that just wasn't for you there's something else it's something greater you know you know which in which story i see it and i think I'll, let's start on the on the, on the examples because if not we'll never get to the examples but i see it in the story of joseph for example joseph was chosen and he was sold into slavery when he was 17 and he knew what his purpose was like he knew he had dreams yeah. and and he told us well i think he, he did it a little bit wrong but you know he starts on his brothers and even his dad it says on i think it's if i'm not wrong it's genesis uh in the book of genesis that he says um that he tells him are you saying that i should bow down to you and he rebuked them like he's saying dude what you're doing is wrong that's his first no and i'm, I'm guaranteeing you that he left saying yeah but I'm the dreamer, not you, Jacob. Mm -hmm. You know, like at this point, and then he gets sold, and then you see a bunch of no's, right? So then what I love about it is that every time that he was at his peak, he gets a no. For example, he gets a dream, his dad rebukes him. He has a peeking into my little preaching on Saturday, yeah. but um, <laughs> he gets a no and he gets peaked to the to the dream, and his dad comes and rebukes him. Then he gets sold, start from the bottom. Then he becomes the second in command in Potiphar's in Potiphar's house. Mm -hmm. And what happens? His wife lies about him trying to rape her. Yeah. Boom. Another no, bro. And this no keeps him there. And then he goes and sees these two people. I'm going to do it quick because if not, yeah. I'll take too long. And, and then he sees these two people and says, I'm going to give you guys the interpretation of, of your dreams. And he thinks that says yes. And the cupper still takes two more years. That's another no, like saying, no, 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 it's not on their time, it's on my time. Yeah. And then what I love the most is the answer that Joseph tells uh, the, the Pharaoh. But he says, he says, hey, I heard you can um, uh, tell me my dream, and I hope you do have an answer. And he was like, no, 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 I do not have anything for you, but may it, may it be the Lord that has an answer for you. Yeah. So now I understood that when his yes came, it wasn't about his will. 
<laughs> but it was about yeah. God's will. Yeah, exactly. And what did he do? He says that they gave him a name. Oh my God, I wish I can find that name. If somebody can find me that name, they give him an Egyptian, an Egyptian name that means savior of the land. Mm. Jenny, I was going to... Oh, yeah, yeah. Before you finish. <laughs> was that like a like suspenseful pause? A suspenseful yeah, yeah, it was. <laughs> a suspe- a suspe- I was going to tell you guys that, that, that before, I guess before every beautiful yes, there's resounding no's. So, so I just to so see, I understand. But okay, go. Let's go. Let's I don't go. think anybody can say this, but if you can, it's and that means savior of the land. Yeah. Can you imagine from being, <laughs> think about it, being a prisoner to being called the savior? The, 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 the Bible says that when he rode in his carriage, everybody will kneel down to him. Yeah. Can you imagine that that type of power? But he was ready. Well, I don't want to continue, but I, just want to, I, want to, I was just going to add to that that I, I love how you both of you guys tied it in together. I was going to tell you that the reason that Joseph got these no's was because he was not yet ready. He needed to be humble. Like if you see his character, mm-hmm. like literally character development from the first time with his brothers, it was all about him, right? Yeah, yeah. And as time happened, he was humbled in ways to show him, hey, it's not even when you set the cupper's time. It took two years. Why? Because he was trusting the cupper to freak him. Mm-hmm. But no, God said it's not when you want, baby, right? Like. You were saying, <laughs> and I was thinking, like Jenny, you said that same thing too, right? Like sometimes we do work so hard, and we think we're ready. We got this, and I love my dad. Always says this. He says, "When you think you're ready, you're not. No. When you think you're not ready, that's when it's it. When you see it coming out of like the blue, like left field, slapping you, and you're like, I don't know how to do this because you're in God's hands. God's gonna do. You're just oh, gonna be the okay. vessel used, can, right? Can I just add one more thing? So yes. I can add this on? You were that about was my Jesus. suspenseful. <laughs> Uh, with, within the fact that Jesus died at year uh, at his age of thirty three, Joseph was called at thirty three. So when when his when his no died, his yes started. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So that's how beautiful. It's just I want you guys to see. What, I, I, I've been reading this and I've been seeing this that it's almost like when Jesus ends, Joseph started, and then when people started bowing down bowing down to him, he wasn't like, look at me. I am the kid. No, but instead he understood. and like, no, no, I don't want to go back to jail, bro. I was there for the past 15 years. I don't want to go back there. And he understood. So like, like you said, process. Character development takes a lot. And when you die to yourself, of course, God lives. Mm-hmm. Now his purpose can be done. Now his will is in I you, agree. right? And that's when, when Jesus said yes, uh, when Jesus was like, okay, you know, like just console me. His will died and whose, whose will lived? Fathers, the God, the Father, right? And I, I think that's awesome. Uh, can I give a bad example though? Yeah, yeah let's give. Uh, can, are we, are let's, we, yeah, let's yeah. continue with, with the okay. examples. Uh, I was gonna uh, give the example of Samuel, uh, Samuel and the Amalekites. It's in First Samuel fifteen twenty, um, and it's when uh, the Lord tells like to go into the Amalekites and like kill everyone and everything, right? And um, instead, they keep like uh, like the most important things, like they kept some of the cattle and everything, and. Um, Okay, whatever. Let me just read to you guys. And the point is that, um, let's see, this one. First um, Samuel fifteen twenty. And Samuel and Saul said to Samuel, I have obeyed the voice of the Lord. I have gone on the mission on which the Lord sent me. I have brought Ag, Agag the king and uh, of Amalek, and I have devoted the Amalekites to destruction. But the people took took of the spoil sheep and oxen, the best of things devoted to destruction, to sacrifice to the Lord your God in Gilgag. Gilgal, sorry. And Samuel said, Has the Lord as great delight in burnt offerings and sacrifice as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to listen 
um, than the fat of rams. For rebellion is as the sin of divination and presumption as iniquity and idolatry. Because you have rejected the word of the Lord, he has also rejected you from being king. Mm. Uh, Saul, and Saul said to Samuel, I have sinned for I have transgressed the commandment of the Lord and your words because I uh, feared the people uh, and obeyed their voice. Now, therefore, please pardon my sin and return with me that I may bow before the Lord. And Samuel said to Saul, I will not return with you for you have rejected the word of the Lord and the Lord has rejected you from being king over Israel. And this is how important it, it is that we are obedient even when we think or even when everybody else is saying that it's wrong, whatever God says should be what it is. Mm -hmm. Um, because here God told him, dude, get rid of absolutely everything, right? Like leave nothing behind. And he was afraid because the people around him were saying like, let's just keep the cool things. Let's just keep the important things. And this almost reminds me of like, um, like when we're trying to change and you're talking to your friends and they're like, yeah, but, but just relax. It's just one song. You're going to go to hell for one song for one worldly song. Mm -hmm. Like, no, you're not going to go to hell, but are you trying to change? Yeah. You know, when God wants to sacrifice, that's why I love when David says, no, that Jehovah, nada que no me cueste. I will not give an offering that is not hard for me to give. That doesn't to give. cost me. That doesn't that cost me. Money. Yes. So it has to be the Lord wanted. Not that they get rid of. I don't think God cared about what happened to the ox or the sheep. What he wanted was his obedience yeah. because his obedience was worth more uh, than anything else, right? And his disobedience was equal to the sin of witchcraft, guys. And that uh, alone oh, wow. is just yeah. ridiculous. It's incredible, right? And even when he tries to repent, because he knew, what does God say to him? Nah, I'm good. You're not going to be king anymore. And so it takes us, even when we are in a place of uh, leadership or in a place where others are looking to us, it doesn't matter what the people say. What matters is what God says and how we should follow him, right? God's no literally means no. It's not a maybe. It's not an if. It's not a half see. It's a full no. Yeah. You know what? Maybe the things that we want is literally completely the opposite of what God wants. Like I, like in my life, I always think that like maybe what I want, oh my God, yes, I have everything that I need for this want. But maybe God's saying like, no, this is not for you. You're going to start from like square one and this is what you're going to do from now on. This not only teaches us to be patient, it also teaches us to put our faith on him. Like as we grow, as we walk, our faith just goes on to him and like you said it's not about like um we're thinking about our fleshly selves but our our spiritual side and in and in the bible jeremiah 29 11 it says for i know the plans i have for you declares the lord plans for welfare and not for evil to give you a future and a hope so we tend to like whenever we get a no we tend to separate ourselves saying like oh i prayed to god i did all these great things i i behaved good i kept the commandments close to me i did everything that i did and i'm still getting a no but this is when we learn to submit to him learning that that we're going to die to ourselves and say like, okay, it's not my life, not my plan. It's God's will. And an example that I love that I read was Abakuk because Abakuk, he, he prayed, he suplicó, like he even had complaints towards God and he did it in a way that was right. But even then he understood that God was the one in control here. So in Abakuk, literally there's only three chapters in this book, really short, but has so much that we can see in. So, Habakkuk was a prophet and Judah was like a super rebellious city and they were sinning. They were doing iniquity. They were full of um, they were idolizing other people that were not God. And so God saw this. He was super upset and he came and got and he said, I'm going to bring the Babyl Babylon's Babylon's. That's how you say Babylonians. right. Yeah. Babylonians oh. to come oh, and um, <laughs> and attack them and come like, you know, destroy them for all that they've done. And keep in mind that the Babylonians were more wicked than Judah itself. So when they came this, this was was um Alakuk's first um complaint slash prayer because this is like him coming to god and complaining like hey god like why aren't you doing something about this like please help me fix this so he says 
And the first complaint, oh Lord, how long shall I cry for help and you will not hear or cry to you violence and you will not save. And the second complaint, he says, didn't you exist before time began? Oh Lord, my God, my Holy one, we will not die. Oh Lord, you have appointed the Babylonians to bring judgment. Oh rock, you have destined them to correct us. So what do we see here? This is us because we sometimes pray to God and we say like, God, like, why aren't you helping me fix this? Why aren't you giving me what I'm asking you? You know, like I'm doing everything that I need. And even when this was happening, Abakuk was, God explained to him like what was happening. Like, how can you not see that your people are doing this, 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 and this? And he was like, okay, that's fine. Abakuk heard what God was telling him. And then in the verse, yeah, in the verse, to one he says i will take my stand and watch post at my watch post and station myself on the tower tower and look out to see what he will say to me and what i will answer concerning my complaint so sometimes that's us we sometimes wait for god's um answer and think like oh yeah i'm gonna wait here and chillax you know continue to do everything that he asked me to do and expect for a yes but God said, no, it's not going to be like that. But even then, the beautiful thing about this is that Abakuk, he he understood and he was just like, okay, I'm going to see like God literally explains to him why and opens his eyes to like what his people were doing because Abakuk was like, maybe they don't deserve like all this evil, like torture. Like maybe we can like dim it down. But God said, I'm going to do what I have to do because they've been doing this for so long, almost like get a taste of your own medicine. And so Abakuk was like, okay, fine. And then three in chapter three. 16 verse 16 he says he starts rejoicing and if you guys haven't heard the song kairos it starts talking about like um even when there's things that don't grow you come and and you go and rejoice in god knowing that his plans are still going to remain faithful they're still gonna even when it's a no it's still gonna have a greater outcome so abakuk was super patient here he submitted to his authority because even though abakuk had his own answer had his own like um expectation from the whole situation he was like you know what god i'm gonna rejoice and whatever answer you give me and whatever you decide will be done and so i was like okay that's great because he came with a good intention he he did complain and that's something that maybe we should practice doing too because when we get a no we say like oh god's ignoring me i'm gonna you know separate and be distant from him because if he's not giving me what i want then he probably he's probably not gonna um give me a greater plan for the future etc but in the contrary he will give you bigger and greater things but if you come and tell him everything that's in your heart even when you're angry because when we tend to be angry we think like oh god this is gonna make god upset but no if you include him in those emotions even when you get a no he's like okay he understands he's submitting to me telling me what he feels and then he recognizes that knowing that later on what he has planned for you is gonna you're gonna see the bigger picture because if you think of it, we're like in this box and we feel like there's no like like this room. We feel like there's nowhere to go. Like this is it. This is what God's giving us. But if we step out that door, you see a bigger picture. Yeah. Right. And that's what God sees. And he's like, relax, relax, because you think this is the biggest thing I can give to you. He says, no, I have something way better for you. And yeah, dude, and this kind of reminds me a little bit of because uh, this one was like they were doing bad. Right. And yeah. And God was saying no, and Abakuk was trying to be like, Lord, come on, like, please, yeah. right? But guys, think about a uh, job. Job is how you say it, Job. Yeah. Uh, they call him in the beginning El Justo Job, like Job the Just. I am going to translate it that way. He was just, he, there was no one like him in the land, and God still allowed the devil to, to, um, tempt him. him to what? Reach him. Yeah, to reach him, right? He allowed it. He was like, okay, <clears throat> go and uh, test him out, try him out, right? Mm -hmm. And, 
he had done no wrong and in like one day his life falls apart and he continues like suffering after suffering after suffering and he, nobody could have god couldn't even explain it to him like yeah like oh it's because of this and that no what god said is because i'm god right and what's up and right <laughs> uh, and i wish i would have had the verses but I, I didn't even think of this one until you were speaking mm -hmm. but when he tells them right like do you make the sunrise do do you tell it when to go down do you uh, play with leviathan that's one of like the scariest oh, yeah. ones right um do you tell him what to do right like god is just saying like it's just because i am and sometimes we have to understand that it's not because maybe it's not even because you're doing something wrong or maybe yeah. it's not because you're doing everything right who cares it's just because if god's will is god's will and we just have to say okay Okay, because for us to live is Christ and to die Christ is gain. gain. Right? So yeah, that's all I wanted. Wow. I don't even know what to add. <laughs> no, I can I can keep uh, it. Yeah. I was gonna add, I love that you said um that that God is that who is the one who plays with Leviathan, who does all yeah. these things, right? It says in the Bible, Isaiah 55, 8 through 9, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts than your thoughts. So we try to put ourselves into like this comparison, like, oh, me and God are in the same mind. Like me and God know like what we have like a connection, but Keep in mind that here, like in Earth, like think of it as like an astronaut. Like how long does it take for them to go up to space itself? Right. That's a long time. Now imagine to the Father, that's even more. That's how much, like how much of a difference we are to God. His thoughts, the way that he plans are his ways for us. And it's just to think like our thoughts compared to his is like literally nothing. Dude, literally nothing. Yeah. All of these verses, I'm just hearing you guys and all of these verses just make me realize like, how full of ourselves we are and we think <laughs> we deserve so much and um like the verse kathy was reading in jeremiah um if we like um something that i'm grabbing from the verses that you guys you guys are reading is that god emphasizes him like my plans my thoughts i know like it's all him mm -hmm. i know i know the jeremiah verse that says i know mm -hmm. And, and the Bible says, I know, but we're still, no, I know what I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> and it's kind of like, no, that's not what the Bible's saying. Yeah. The Bible is emphasizing God and that it's God's will, not ours. Yeah. And I, I was thinking of, and oh, sorry. Unless I was saying, okay. Then example in uh, Acts 16, 6, when Paul, uh, he wanted to go to Asia. Like literally it says that he was trying to go to Asia. And 16, 6 says, and they went through the region of, uh, I can't say that. I'm going to try my best, Phrygia. And Galatia, having been forbidden by the Holy Spirit to speak the word in Asia. Mm -hmm. Like, if you think somebody tells you, like, oh, Jenny, you cannot speak the word of God in Compton, you'd be like, that's not true. God did not say that, right? Mm -hmm. If anybody tells me I can't speak the word of God in one place, but the Holy Spirit, for some reason, beyond our understanding, said no to him. And yeah. he said, cool. And he ended up being in uh macedonia but uh in 167 it says uh and when they had come up to Mysia, they tempted they attempted to go into bithynia but the spirit of jesus did not allow them so it's almost like reminding us like this is already after like a lot of our examples were before jesus but this is in the new testament saying like okay even jesus the holy spirit now is here to lead you to tell you no, no. so yeah. you understand the will of the father through the holy spirit that is guiding you through the spirit of jesus that said no bro and it's like not even something bad, right? They weren't going to go do something like that could hurt them. They were not going to go do something that, I don't know, was yeah. pointless. They were going to go do something for good. Yeah. And still God said no. Right. And I think that's incredible, right? That Paul was able to say, 
okay, cool. I'm not going to go there just because he said, instead of questioning, like, why aren't I going to share your word? Lord, didn't you tell me go make disciples of the nations? Yeah. Isn't Asia a nation? Yes, absolutely. Right. But still he said no. And Paul said, okay. Okay. So I was, I was listening to this preaching from the apostle. He's, this is exactly what he was talking about. He said that, um, to go make disciples, but the Holy spirit guides you where to go. So like, if we make all this plan to go evangelize, to go and disciple, spread the word, but the Holy spirit says, no, why are you going to go there? I didn't send you there. We make our own plans and think like, Oh, this is where God wants us to do this. We think that we know what God wants, but we don't. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, the, the famous, like, uh, Bible verse that says, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. Amen. The way, I'm the way, the way is Jesus Christ because he is the one that guides us. The truth is the Holy Spirit and the life is the Father. So imagine like how beautiful all of those three correlate to even think that, to get to the Father, to know like his, how do you say, statura? Uh, stature. His stature is to like go through these two, making sure that they tell you like, mm, maybe you shouldn't be asking for that. Or mm, maybe you need to understand first what a no is before you can get a yes. And that's how I was like, okay, super mind blown. Dude, and that reminds me of how we should pray. We should pray uh to the father through the holy, holy spirit. spirit no i'm, I'm to jesus, in the name of jesus in the name of jesus yeah. yeah okay wait one more time to the father through the, the, the through the father to the father <laughs> in the name of jesus through the holy spirit yeah, yeah. right and the bible even says that the holy spirit translates our prayers into world wordless groans, groans because yeah. we cannot pray because we do not know how to pray so the holy spirit translates this takes it to jesus who is our lawyer in heaven and fights for us and tells the father hey don't forget that i put my blood out for them so whatever they're saying sorry for yes forgive them yeah right which is awesome which is what you're saying right yeah all of them are necessary yeah and we have to listen to them yeah okay i'm done Oh, actually, I have another example. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I lied. Okay, go, Jenny. Go, Jenny. Um, it's kind of like apart from what we're saying, but sometimes we um, we're kind of like, why God? Why are you giving this to us? But we're not examining ourselves and what we have done. Mm. And an example that I thought of was David. David, um, when when David sins with with Bathsheba, Bathsheba. Um, they have a kid together. And that, and then God tells David that that kid will not live, and and David, it. I'm just gonna read it. It's it's in Second of Samuel twelve sixteen, and it says, David begged God to spare the child. He went without food and lay all night on the bare ground. The elders of his household pleaded with him to get up and eat with them, but he refused. Then on the seventh day, the child died. David's advisors were afraid to tell him. He wouldn't listen to reason why the while the child was ill. They said, "What drastic thing will he do when he, when we tell him the child is dead?" So basically, the child dies, and God and we can see David. David went without food. He he did so much so that maybe his child will will be spared. But God was like, "No, like because of your sin, because of what you did, it's no." Mm -hmm. and and sometimes we ignore that part of our of our life we're like no god is merciful and and he forgave me about that and then we want something and god is like no that's your consequence mm -hmm. and we don't remember that with everything we do there's a there's a consequence and but like something good to take out of this story is that after after david understood his sin after he understood okay yeah like this had to happen um, in Second Samuel twelve twenty, more in the bottom, it says, Then David got up from the ground, washed himself, put on lotions, and changed his clothes. 
he went to the tabernacle and worshipped God. After that, he returned to the palace and was served food and ate. So David understood, okay, it was a no, and I understand why it is a no. And even though it was a no, I'm going to worship God. I'm going to clean myself up. I'm going to, I'm going to, um, in basic doctrine right now, Danny was saying that, that, um, joy isn't a feeling. Joy is a state of your spiritual, spiritual state, a, a spiritual state. And that's exactly what, when Dave, we could see this in David, like, even though he, his child had just passed away, he was still rejoicing and he was, he, he understood and worshiped. Dude, you know what I love about that story? That even when God, because God had told him, like, I'm going to kill your baby, right? Mm -hmm. uh, which sounds so evil, but that's, that was his punishment. Yeah. And David understood that he could still ask God to change his mind. Mm -hmm. So when we get like a, a, like a, I don't know, like an answer from God that maybe is negative, like we shouldn't be afraid to come to him like our father and say, no, have mercy on me, you know, like, please uh, try try to forgive me or you know don't do this lord take it back please and i i love that about that right because sometimes we forget and we just maybe we just get like a no you're gonna die and we're like okay yeah, absolutely no but we can cry out to our father and mm -hmm. and ask him like please change your mind have mercy on me uh the bible says that uh if, if us being humanly are good fathers to our children uh how much more is the is our father up above uh, willing to give us i, I didn't yeah, have the yeah, verse here but you know it's saying like yeah. that the father in heaven is a much better father so if we can ask him i mean obviously his answer is not always yes which is the whole point of this podcast right uh but yeah but we still have a chance to like say hey yeah. please and it reminds me of hezekiah right because he asks god like not oh, to kill yeah. him right and god does turn back time for him or it stops time for him yeah right and he gives him an extra 15 years of life but in the end he, he messes everything up because uh, he punishes those generations to come. And he even asks God, like, hey, is this going to affect me in my lifetime? And God's like, no, it's going to affect later people. And he's like, yes, awesome. Yeah. And I'm just like, okay, that's that's nonsense, right? When we get an extra chance, when God changes his no to, okay, okay, fine. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. we should also learn how to take advantage of that and and um, have grateful hearts uh, or maybe grateful acts like uh like una respuesta agradable like you know like a, a thank great response you. yeah like uh i grateful this i'm access. so i'm so grateful that you did this for me that i'm gonna serve you in this way True. i'm gonna change what i had done before and do it like this because i'm thank you for giving me this extra opportunity where i deserve death and you gave me life i don't just a small thought or not small because no, no it was, <laughs> honestly everything i said was really good and honestly a bunch of uh, a bunch of um examples have come to me but i was gonna tell you guys that just to, when you guys were ending right now you guys were saying that that not every no is a steady no but it's almost like you have to fight for your change of mind and i, I don't know where i where i found it where i read it but there's this thing that says that when abraham and sarah were were both barren right because when a woman is barren the, the man can't have kids on his own it says that they would get together and they would pray and it says that there was there was a time that they prayed so hard and they got they convinced God to give them Isaac. So not every no is a firm no. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was gonna tell you guys that, that that there is some convincing. Remember that God God has been convinced throughout the Bible a bunch of times. For example, Jacob he would not let go of the angel until he right. said yeah. until he said until he blessed Blesses. them and mm -hmm. he was already blessed. Yeah. If I'm not wrong, I think the apostle Sergio was saying that the blessing was there, but the angel activated it for right. him. So so I'm I'm just saying like there's a lot of things. There's also a story in First of Kings. 
uh, uh, 23, if I'm not wrong, that speaks about this young, uh, this young, uh, um, prophet that he that some old prophet is looking for him. Uh, I'm making it quick, but and then he says, "Hey, young prophet, are you the one that's going around and prophesying in it and and Bethel? I think it is." And he says, "Yes, it is me." He says, "Come and eat in my house." Mm-hmm. And he, the young prophet, tells him, "He goes, incorrect. The father, uh, God, has told me I should not eat in this city." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Yes, but I have received word from God to eat on my house." So the young prophet gets up. Goes to eat in his house. It's nighttime. It says that, at, and when he was about to eat, it says that uh, he ate. Actually, not, he ate. And then it says that the old prophet got up in prophecy and said, and told him, he said, "This is your, this is your Lord uh, God." And it says, "Even why are you going against what I've already said no to? I told you not to eat here, and from now on, you will pay the price." And it says that he saddled up his donkey, left. He found a lion, and the lion killed him. Right. So meaning. Just, just them tying everything. Cause all yeah. these, I had all these stories um, in my mind, but, but I, I, I just want, I wanted you guys to take everything down because I think you guys are being used by God. And I don't want to move it, but I was gonna tell you guys that you, you see, if we disobey like Saul, doesn't matter. For example, we, cause I was, I was ready to tie every single one with, with each other. <laughs> but I was thinking, for example, we we started with J, with um, Joseph, mm-hmm. and Joseph finally gets it, and he was, and he was a good leader. Right, mm-hmm. then we can see that the negative leadership would be Saul, because Saul was chosen; he was anointed. But then, how did the Bible says that God rejected his kingdom? Meaning that it doesn't matter how big you get, and how how much of a leader you become, God continues to test your heart and see if he uh, he likes your kingdom or doesn't. I agree. Mm-hmm. So and then we see that when he said no, we see this little this prophet, this young prophet gets um, fooled by this old prophet and ends up losing his life. And it says that when a bunch of Israelites were walking by, they would see the lion, the cadaver, and the donkey. My question is, why did the lion kill the the, the man and not the donkey? Mm-hmm. What has more meat? The lion. So if if if, if a no is there even to, towards your spiritual life. doesn't matter how you move it, where you move it, what you see, but you can be fooled and the lion can come and eat you and eat your uh, prophetic sense of uh, uh, just a bunch of no's, right? right. Uh, your prophetic sense of uh, uh, of listening to God. And I just, I just, I, I think, I, let's end it because I think I have like almost like 40 minutes. But <laughs> I was going to tell you guys that, that with the no, number one, I want you guys to know about no's. Num- number one, a no is not always a firm no. It can always be changed. And I, I was going to, I was going to, uh, also going to tell you guys that a no is also a form of a process through joseph right no can be no right now but later on says yes like for example a room. yeah for, mm, uh, we we preach about this all the time here mm-hmm. and yes it's like a waiting room and not only just that but it's just like even how you grow up right um how, how many times have you said have you gotten no from your parents thousands uh-huh. of times today <laughs> <laughs> But hasn't it gotten a bit easier as, yeah. as you grow up? Yeah. As you start getting more mature, mm-hmm. as you started seeing that your actions start getting better, your people, your parents start giving in a little bit. Same thing with me. They didn't let me drive past 12. Now I don't even care what time they got. I'm not even home when I get there. Yeah. So there's little things that change. So the process and a no can also just be, I know, yeah. just like Jesus. No, 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 no. And let me console you because you don't understand. Have you guys ever said no to a little kid? And then you can't say yes, but it has to be a no. And you yeah. just go, ah. That's what Jesus did to. <laughs> that's what the father did to Jesus. Yeah. He consoled him. He says, "It's okay. Let me cry." I, I even see with my own nieces. Oh, can I get candy? No, baby, you can't. You start crying. What do you do? You hug him. You go, "It's okay." 
That's it. But to know. You'll get a water. You know what yeah. I'm saying? You'll get water. You know what I'm saying? So, and then, the, and then the, 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 the fourth no that I want you guys, uh, I want to just retouch because you guys all touched it. It's the no and the fact that you make a yes out of that no. Saul and this uh, prophet, if you go against God's word, it will not only take, it will not only take your, your spiritual life, but it will also take your kingdomship. It will take your leadership. It will take anything that God has given you. God will reject it. And... You will give it to somebody else. And that's why I will tell you that we can see Saul, we can see all these people, that if you take no and you do the opposite and you make it a yes for yourself, you can go ahead and do it. But later on, God will take away yeah. uh, your, your thing. I was going to end can it, but I... Can you just I, say one thing? <laughs> you've been speaking the whole time. Okay, can you I go. just say more things? Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say uh, two things. Uh, the first one is that when you were saying, like, the no to your nieces, and it just made me think of, like, sometimes when I'm like, no, guys, you guys can because your parents said no, but then they're like, please, yeah, please, I promise I'm going to, like, scratch your back, yeah, like, please. And they start saying all of these, like, cute things, right? And you're just like, oh. Fine, just have one, but don't tell anyone, right? Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's how God must feel, right? Like when we're persistent and we're like, pretty please, pretty please, yeah. right? Of course, if it's according to his will, not like let's murder Jenny, yeah. Uh, but you know, <laughs> you know, I just thought of that. And then, um, the second thing I was gonna say is like, uh, the one you were saying right now about the leaders is we can see it in, um, with the uh, Israelites when they went back from seeing the Canaan and they were like, oh no, there's giants and all that good stuff, right? Um, all of the Israelites were like, oh, no, please, let's not go in there. And the only one that God said that would be able to see the promised land was um, Caleb. And it's because he had a different spirit and followed him fully. And then after that, Moses uh, hits the rock when God tells him to speak to the rock and says, okay, you know what? You're not going to go into Canaan either. Mm -hmm. And regardless, the one that we thought, honestly, guys, if you're reading like Genesis from the beginning, the one who delivered them, the one who had to go into uh, the promised land was who? Moses, Moses, but Moses. somebody else took it. Mm -hmm. Like what you were saying. Okay, but let's end it okay, because okay, okay, if I'm sorry, not, sorry. we're gonna fit now. Dude, we, we can go on forever. We can, there's Just so many notes. We're so many notes. <laughs> there's so many notes in so church. Fast. But I can't because it's almost 40 minutes. I, Just I can't have it. No, no more, no more, no more. Hi right, guys, God Rejoice. bless you guys. Rejoice Honestly, God bless you guys. This is a no, exactly. Rejoice on your notes. Rejoicing your God, notes. God bless you guys, and I hope this is a blessing, guys. <laughs> Don't forget to uh, follow us on, on Instagram and I think TikTok that we have. Yeah, we always have TikTok. And uh, guys, God bless you guys. Take care. I'll see you guys next week. Take care.